Welcome to Tall Tales of Kuala Lumpur. I'm your host, Victor Tay, and this podcast is about telling stories and experiences of life here in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. I think Kuala Lumpur is a very vibrant city with lots to offer, and you can decide whether we're telling you a tall tale or one that's based on a true story. Enjoy! Tonight, we follow one of the food hawkers as he packs up for the night in Pataling Street. Alone in the darkness of a shuttering side street, lit briefly by the breath of passing cars. As he put away the last bag of roast chestnuts, he began to hear a cry. It was not an unusual thing for a man his age. He's seen much more for this lifetime of peddling food to drunken tourists than he could have bargained for. The silver glare of a knife reminded him that even though he had barely a day's worth of cash on him, that he was still liable to be ambushed by one of the addicts sitting calmly by the gutters. He pushed his cart into the alley like always, locking it with a long iron chain whose clinking seemed to call his name, Chang, Chang, Chang. That name had a significant once, who knows, but Chang's conscience was far from clean. He shrank from the light just as much as he shunned the darkness. He could not accept what he had done to survive in his wretched life. He remembered screams of the night of May 13, many years ago. He watched a man being cut down in front of his children and grandchildren. There was no hot shower that could ever cleanse him from the memory. He felt the ghosts cling to his feet, each step clinking with the weight of a thousand invisible chains. A spectre leered at him from the end of the street, and a host of tiny heads and eyes It was holding a bag of bones, which spilled as Chang struggled to walk with each trembling step, fighting to force air back down his lungs and shouting at the voices to shut up. A legless child looked up at him, holding a headless doll. Uncle, mana papa saya? she asked. Maniacal laughter and tears enraptured Chang's face as he tried to ignore the hallucinations with great difficulty. But he was crossing the alley, or an unholy bridge between the land of the dead and living. He had to keep going or risk losing his sanity and soul. Through blubbering tears he walked on, covering his eyes with both hands and managing at least to keep a steady pace forwards. Finally, he came to the end of a motorcycle tunnel. He knew the vagrant who lived here and had promised to feed his cats while he was gone. Police had picked him up just a few days ago. Chang entered the tunnel and produced a paper bag of scraps meant for the animals. The voices began to reduce to whispers, and finally, into a semblance of quiet. 
Chang sat down and doted on the cats the vagrant had so loved, calling their names in Malay. His mother had cats too. One of them was even a Persian, with fur so lovely it could make a mink feel like polyester. Chang enjoyed the cat's company as a kid. In fact, they were the only inhabitants of the house he would talk to. And it was tragic that his adoptive parents died in a fire so soon after he was taken into their home. None of the cats survived. And he was taken into a Muslim orphanage to be cared for according to his late parents' wishes. He inherited his father's name, Abdullah, but little else. After running away from the orphanage, he found living on the wayside easier than pretending he was eager to be adopted by another family. Having an ambiguous skin colour helped him escape the worst of the race riots in 1969. A Chinese family hid him in their shop lot as rioters broke windows and burned cars. He told them his real name, and still they agreed to help him. The silhouette of a caress against the flame outside the window was seared into his memory. But things changed when the rioters broke in and found them all hiding in the back room. The rioters took one look at his skin colour and asked him his name. He told them his father's name. Without a word more, they began tying up the shop owners and leaving them to burn with the rest of the street. The father was dismembered while the children and grandchildren were locked in the storeroom. A small mercy. They would die from the smoke before they felt the flames. The rioters left with Chang Abdullah in their mists and handed him a machete. He became one of them to survive. And that is the end of our first tall tale. Did you like it? Let us know and do share this podcast with those around you who you think might enjoy listening to stories that might or might not be true. In the next episode, I will try to get a guest to come on to our show and tell us one of their personal tall tales from Kuala Lumpur. And you can decide how much of it is true. I'm your host, Victor Tay, and this has been Tall Tales from Kuala Lumpur. Good night.